Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Mr. Bill Knight, drinking my coffee as usual because yes. I have to get my uh, morning kickstart. Well, it's Tuesday. A uh, lot of things happening in our world. A lot uh, to talk about. Not a very uh, pleasant environment that we're living in right now. So many negative things seem to be happening. And uh, I'd like to say that there's light at the end of the tunnel, but I don't see it right now. Do you? There is no light at the end of the tunnel. It is a crazy mixed up world that we live in. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I was, wa- I was looking at something on LinkedIn mm-hmm. going through my thing and somebody that's a voice actress sat there and put her, you know, cast her, her line out there for everyone. And then right. I noticed, you know, she felt compelled. Oh, they always her, do. Uh, <laughs> felt compelled to put her, uh, what do they call that now? The, uh, the, the little wokeness, their wokeness emoji, the, uh, little, the little pronoun thing. You oh know, yeah. The, oh, I've seen that a lot now uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, Hershey. And I'm like going, you know what? What importance is it? Yes. You're a chick with a female voice. You can identify it as anything you want to. It makes no difference whether I'm going to hire you or not, or anybody else. Well, I got a question. Who's going to hire you? I saw that on LinkedIn too. And I'm wondering, is that a box that you check? When you're filling out your, I'm thinking link, LinkedIn is, is woke, you mm-hmm. know, uh, her, what do you identify as her, she, you know, I think of her, she, I think of a candy bar myself, but they, they give you her, she, her? <laughs> her, she candy. That's what I think of. But, uh, um, you know, I, 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 I thought about it, you know, I'm going to put, you know, in parentheses, mm-hmm. kiss slash. My slash, you get the rest. Yeah. Slash. <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> you, know, you know, I think to myself, is this a sign of our age? <laughs> but then I look around and I, I do hear stories uh, that drive me nuts. There was, and I'm trying to think what the competition was. I think it was overseas, but there were two guys competing as women. I want to say in, in a uh, running match and they, they came in first and second and the woman came in third place, and the two guys kissed on the podium when they were getting their award, and the woman was holding her child. And I was thinking, if I were a woman, I mean, every woman out there right now should be ticked off. I mean, really ticked off. There should be, you want to talk about about uh, protests, they should be out protesting that because they're losing their their own sports to guys. Oh yeah, but you know everybody's I think afraid to say anything, or they're in shock. But you know we went along for two thousand years, and we didn't have to have a pronoun. You know, right? Well, are, are you a he she? Right. A him a a him he, a him ha, <laughs> a whoa whoa. Well, uh, ding bat. I don't know what the hell you are, and I really don't care. Well, Christy Nome, who's the uh, governor of what is it, South Dakota? Uh, And she's a brilliant young woman. Uh, I say young woman because everybody is younger than me. But um, she said that if the federal government doesn't give us the state, the federal money for uh, schools and stuff like that because they're going to, they put, I guess, a law together in South Dakota where if you are a, a guy and you want to, compete in a woman's sport, you can't because the determining factor is your sex at birth, your gender at birth. If you were born a man, 
with male parts, no matter what you feel like when you're 18, you, you still cannot compete in the opposite sex sport in South Dakota. But I guess they're being told by the federal government that's a violation of federal law and you may lose a lot of your funding. And she said, if you do that, we're going to sue you. You know what? Who made these stupid federal laws? Oh, yeah, the woke left. You know, people wake up, see what's happening to the country. If you don't like it, Mm -hmm. you know, vote these so-sos out. And you know what? Uh, if, If somebody really feels compelled to send me a letter, and now this is just me, I'm speaking for me. Mm-hmm. You send me a letter asking for my business. I don't care how great it is because someone else can duplicate what you're doing. And you say, Mr. or Miss so-and-so, and in parentheses, you've got that pronoun. If I can't figure out by your name mm-hmm. what you are, and I don't care how you identify, but I'm just doing business with a name, not a pronoun. And when I see the pronoun, that means you're in, you know, you're telling me something more than I want to know or I want to do business with. Your crap goes in the trash. I went to my grandson's graduation a few days ago, and um, I couldn't help but look at these handsome young kids, all of them up there getting their awards, smiling, and thinking what a confusing world they're negotiating right now, they're going through right now. We didn't have to deal with transgender this or women, guys thinking they're women and competing in their sports. And I mean, there's just so much confusion out there right now. And it's not unintentional, I believe. I think that there's a, there is a method to the madness of the left. Well, there's an agenda, yeah. Yeah, I think they're trying to, to uh, really and truly confuse the world uh, to... To mess things up, we're not we're not dealing in a in a healthy environment anymore. Well, I, I remember the one thing we said we wanted to talk about yesterday, and I forgot. I I have a terrible memory span. I need to carry around a notepad. But it was, uh, and you knew about the story: the George Soros getting into the broadcast business. Yeah, now, he has a company, and he bought for sixty six million dollars, I believe, which is not a big number today in radio, but he bought. Hispanic stations. And why would he do that? Well, obviously he has an agenda and a message he wants to get out. And you, you even pointed out, yeah, you know what? Probably the illegals coming across, he wants to manipulate, manipulate. Yeah. You know, and you can't tell me that they're not going to use every propaganda source that they have to manipulate and lie to these people. And you can't tell me that if he's he's going to stop at those 18 stations. Well, Bill, here's a story. You, you know as well as I do, this is not a guy who's in it for the love of radio like you and I got into it. This is a guy who's pushing 90 years of age who uh, is doing it for one reason. One mm-hmm. reason. Uh, one obvious reason. He's doing it to have influence on that segment of our society. And with 18 Latino uh, radio stations... It's a good beginning. Oh, and major markets. Now, what's going to make him stop at Latinos? You know, if, if uh, and I, I hate to say it, but let's say that he goes, you know what? We need to silence the conservative voice. You can't silence podcasts unless you change some laws. Mm-hmm. But the radio stations are very powerful. Let's say that he buys a major network. Let's say that he buys 
the stations that air these shows. And he could, he's got the money. And first thing you know, he would do. Right. You know, that's bye by Hannity, bye by Tucker, bye by whoever on whatever. And he would put in the left propaganda, you know, and that would be that. The only good thing going for them now is that they do have an option. They do have the podcast option. If someone were to pull a recognized uh, celebrity like uh, Tucker, he probably would go right over to the podcast uh, arena and mm -hmm. he'd bring a lot of his, his audience would seek him out. Well, look at I, I, point of fact, Bill O'Reilly, uh, Fox mm -hmm. fired Bill O'Reilly. You know, and they, they make up all these trumped up reasons for doing it. And most of them are trumped up. They called it sexual uh, abuse or something like that. You know, there's so many people but, when they want to yank them, they, they, they become sexual uh, well, I mean, predators. Yeah. What, what is sexual abuse, Bill? I mean, nowadays, if a guy says, oh, you look very nice today, so-and-so. Oh, oh, I you. like that dress. That can be sexual abuse. Well, it is, Jim. You shouldn't be looking at her. <laughs> That's true. Or him. Exactly. Trust me. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. <laughs> if you walk around and say the nicest little compliment nowadays, it can be interpreted as being uh, sexual harassment. You can be in trouble. So, yeah. and a lot of old guys like us and Bill O'Reilly might've done that. Bill O'Reilly might've said, boy, I like your hair today. It really compliments your face. Boom. Well, you know, <laughs> twenty five. You know, one of the things suit. that I do, one of the things that I do is I open doors for ladies. I open doors for a lot of people. You know, I just think sure. it's a courteous thing to do. And uh, you know, my lady friend up north, she's got a son, and I never said anything to him, but he noticed it, and he thought, "Man, that is cool." So now he's opening the door for his mom. He does it for his grandmother. He does that, and I sat there and I said, "You know." He's going to get in trouble in school. I said, I'm not, I wouldn't stop him. Right. She goes, oh, the day that that happens, I'm going to go have a meeting at the school because that is the nicest thing that he can do. But somebody's going to say, well, you yeah. know, it's offensive that it's you sexist. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think we can open our own doors? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly I have a new nickname for say. you, by the way. Oh, Jesus. It's Bill the Doorman Knight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when I was a kid, that's yes. where it really came from. You know, as a poor kid, I worked at the hotel for tips. Isn't it sad, though, that something as nice as what you're talking about can be interpreted as a negative no? Something that you have to worry about your kid getting in trouble for, opening a car door. Yeah, any kid. You know, I mean, I mean, all my kids had manners because that was the one thing that they were taught. Right. But it's not a thing to have in this day and age. So in effect, I made them dinosaurs before they ever had a chance <laughs> to become one, you know, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't by ill intent. It's just, there's weird stuff going on. Anyway, let's move on. But it's interesting, Bill, that these, these good kids have to deal with this nonsense oh, yeah. and it is nonsense. I mean, it's, it, it truly is. Um, opening the door for somebody or saying, boy, you know, you look nice today or good morning. I like that dress, you know, compliments you. Things like that can be interpreted as sexual harassment and get you in trouble. And that's the kind of thing I think that got Bill O'Reilly in trouble at Fox because they, 
they weren't so much interested in sexual harassment. They wanted him out mm-hmm. because oh, look, if they want you gone, look, I, I've been, I've been wished gone before at radio stations, you know, and not because of ratings or how I sounded. It was right. because, well, you know, we got a new guy and I remember a program director one time going, he came in, uh, I was number one in my time slot. As a matter of fact, I was number one in the market in my time slot. And he came in and he goes, yeah, well, you know, um, we want to do something a little different. Okay. What do you want to do? Well, I don't know. Well, can you give me an idea? He goes, no, just change what you're doing. All right. But you can't give me a clue. Yeah. No, but I'll know it when I hear it. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was going like, yeah, t- yeah, t- that's, t- that's cancel that mortgage sit. application. <laughs> yeah. Send out those tapes. My boy, yeah. you're about to be uh, fired. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think that. O'Reilly, uh, was big enough where he was able to bring a good chunk of his audience over to the internet and he podcasts his program every night. And now he's on a network called the first, which, uh, I don't watch. I don't think a lot of people do, but the people who like O'Reilly and want to see his, his show every night, they find it. So he must have a, a, a pretty big following and I don't think he's hurting because of the uh, the Fox move. That being the case, I think Tucker's in a similar situation. You know, they're not crazy about Tucker's, uh, the way he approaches his show, either at Fox, from what I understand, because he kind of doesn't follow their guidelines. They don't want him mentioning things like 2,000 mules on Fox. Fox oh, had, yeah, that's a no-no. Fox, Fox had this edict, you know, no mention or no reference to the movie 2000 Mules, which is, by the way, one of the finest movies uh, I've seen in a long time. It, it explains what happened in 2020, and you just can't refute it. I mean, you look at it, and you see what happened, and everyone's saying, well, geo-tracking, how, how, how accurate is that? Well, they use it to put missiles into buildings, so I think that's uh, probably as accurate as, as you can get. You know, the left keeps putting it down, but these are the people that are in power that don't want you to see it. And they've seen it and they know it's true, but the woke left, uh, I mean, or not even the woke left, they're just the, the people that are drinking the Mm Kool-Aid that might argue with you. If they sit there and swallow their pride and just go, you know what? I'm going to be open and I'm going to go ahead and watch that thing. And when they do, they go, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back this bus up. Yeah. Yeah. That's and true. when you back that bus up, because everything like, oh, okay, you know, you got uh, Raskin, you know, sitting there saying, oh, he's going after Trump. He's got all kinds of stuff. It's going to come out this Thursday. This was a witch hunt. Uh, if you had stuff, you'd really lay it out now. But they're going to lay it out as, and it's nothing, you know, th- there's nothing there. I mean, who was it? Uh, Michael Cohen, who now has a podcast. He was told by the impeachment lawyer, oh, Trump's going to be indicted. Really? You know, where do you get that from? You know, you did the impeachment on false information, you know, and yeah, the Senate, you know, didn't vote to carry through the impeachment. And then we find out it was all based on a lie. So do you think that we can believe or trust anything that you present this Thursday? And they've already... The news is admitted in the Ukraine. They lied about the stories in uh, about uh, how the Ukraine is doing. What time is the uh, 
I think it's about seven o'clock on uh, Thursday night, right? The seven or yeah. eight. Yeah. And I, is it going to be on all the networks? I only see it mentioned on MSNBC, uh, but I would imagine other networks are going to go with it. Yeah, they. You know, they say, yeah, we're we're doing it in prime time for everyone to see. Yeah. You know, you know, the networks are going to follow. They they they've got the people pulling the strings. I'm sure that the Soros are saying. Whatever money you're going to lose, I will pay you. Yeah. You know, they're going to pay him. To, to <laughs> That's a very this. good George Soros, by Thank the way. Sort of like Dr. Evil, actually. <laughs> Dr. Evil, yes. I have your best intentions in mind. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is I, I, I'll watch it, I guess, because it's our job to watch it. But I hope that people ignore it and go rent a movie because this is not going to be a true and honest uh, presentation by any stretch of the imagination. They hired a NBC producer, I believe, a former NBC producer of, of nighttime programming mm -hmm. to uh, produce this hearing. Now think about it, friends. If this were an honest hearing, they would simply put cameras in the corners and uh, you know be able to Do get all, all the angles, turn them on, and, and present it. But someone, they're getting... They're getting stage cues. They're getting direction from somebody off camera on how to make the presentation sell to the American people. That's not honest. That isn't no, honest. No, they're, they're, they're trying to kill Trump before the midterms. They're trying to do everything that they can. They're here to disrupt you. You know, I paid five twenty nine dollars a gallon. How much are you paying oh, now for I'll gas? I wanted to tell you about that. I, I, you know, I figured out my travel. I drove 500 miles each way. Right. Right. Uh, last year when I did that, it cost me, each way cost me about 90 bucks. Right. Maybe, you know, on gas. Not bad, but it cost me about 90 bucks each way. So 180 bucks. 180 bucks, bucks yeah. Okay. This, this time around, same trip, same route, cost me about $425. Wow. Yeah. So that's e more than double. Now, you know yeah. what? People generally bet with, or, you know, they vote with their bet. Yeah. yeah it's a bet in Washington. <laughs> all right. They vote with their pocketbook and not by what they hear. What you're hearing has been a lie. And I'm hoping that people are starting to see the lies that are coming through. Thursday night is not a, what you think it is. It is a, it's more than a witch hunt. It is a rigged tribunal. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And whatever in and there there is no justice. They it's not a court of law. They have determined and they're going to prosecute and they're going to put in your mind the end result that they want. And you know, the face of this whole thing. Do you think Liz Cheney is a good woman? No. I'm asking honestly. Yeah, I don't. I do not. I I she is the I used to like she, her bill when she first came out. I used to, I used to, I thought well, she, she's a smart person and seemed, in, and then you get to know her and you see her vindictiveness. You see her, her mean spirit. Uh, she is, she is not going to get reelected by the way. I think she's, no, she's I, not, you know, she is the Hall and Oates song, the rich girl. She's a rich bitch and she is the latter. Yeah. You know, I uh, forget about the money. She's the latter. And you see that face. And if you really look at her, she is, you know, it's evil. She's trying to get even for right. things that Trump said about her dad and her. You know, 
when you watch this thing on Thursday night, understand that the uh, representatives up there on the podium and the on the dais, uh, they they've been they've been uh, directed essentially by this NBC producer. This is not mm-hmm. a, this is not an unrehearsed uh, presentation. I don't mean that they've been walked through and told what to say, but I do think that he has probably taken them all aside and said, well, at this point, if you're going to make this, you're going to emphasize this, we're going to go to a close-up of, of, you know, there's been some direction. There's been some dramatic direction on this process. You don't hire an NBC producer just to come on board to make sure that the cameras work. No. You, you hire them to help stage it, to help sell it. And that's exactly what they're, they're trying to sell something to the American people. They want to make it look like Donald Trump bad. Donald Trump is, and folks, all I ask you to do is look around the world you're living in right now. Just look around. You don't, When Donald Trump was president, I don't care if his hair was purple. I don't care if he had, I don't care if he was tanning himself on the White House lawn. The guy had us in a world where we had we had lower fuel prices, we had enough food for our kids, baby formula was in, in, in good supply in the stores, we didn't have any problem getting anything to eat, we were, uh, even during the pandemic, you felt secure because you knew he was doing something positive to try to help us get out of it. This guy we have in the White House right now, in my humble opinion, is a complete and unadulterated failure. If you voted for him, I would like you to at least think about where you are now and reconsider your vote next time around because that side, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, the economists are saying, oh, you know, we've, we've, we've hit the plateau. Actually, inflation's going to stop. It's going to start shrinking. But, 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 you you won't really see it or feel it until maybe a couple of years from now. Okay, they're trying to buy time. Take all this, take all the realities that you're facing in. Watch a Joe Biden speech. And really think about what he's doing and what he's saying. He has destroyed this country in not even half of his presidency. And Bill, this is treason. What he's doing to our country is treason. And we're sitting there letting it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they they want to go after Trump saying, well, you know, uh, it was terrible. It was, uh, it's, it's against the law when, you know, Stormy Daniels came, came about and Trump said, let's just get her out of, get her out of it. Just give her some money, go away. How many Democrats have given away money for someone to go away? Joe Biden gave away money because of his groping and digiting in the White House of a woman. Yeah. So, you know, oh, but it's it's okay. You know, they, they talk about to, you know, they talk about guns. They want yeah. they want your gun, they want my gun, they want guns. Okay. They want everyone's guns. Don't think it's gonna stop at AR fifteens or assault rifles. That's just the beginning. They want all your guns, trust me. I really believe that. Once they get the first wave, they're going to say, well, you know, the other guns are doing bad things too. We need those too. So you've already started giving us your guns, so don't stop now. But I want you to take into consideration the fact that old Hunter Baby, 
the son of the president, had an unlicensed gun. He had an unlicensed weapon. There are pictures of him waving the gun around in front of one of his women of the night like it's a big deal. And I guess at some point he decided he had better get rid of it. And instead of getting rid of it in the proper fashion, he threw it in a dumpster. And the I, oh, guess, I guess the Secret Service had to go find it. The Secret Service had to find the damn gun. And if it were anyone else in the world who had thrown a gun away like that, they would have arrested them. I sure like to know who these Secret Service agents were because they uh, were aiding and abetting a criminal. Yep. So he should be charged for it, and they should too. Set an example of these stupid people. You know, last night, I, I, I wanted to play this earlier, but we've been on yeah. a roll. Uh, Peter Navarro Let's was on, was on uh, Tucker Carlson's show last night. Yeah. And uh, Tucker did a great job. He, did, he always does. And uh, that just ticked off a bunch of people. <laughs> but I, I think Tug is a, a terrific uh, host. And Peter Navarro was on, as you know, he was arrested. They, they took him off an airplane because he's such a criminal. And instead of, instead of doing it in the proper way, they put him in shackles. Perp walked him to, through the airport, uh, take, took him back to uh, the, the holding cell, strip searched him. And if you don't believe me, listen to him. Peter Navarro, thanks so much for coming on. Um, how is this allowed? Th this is so outside the bounds, yeah. unless I'm missing something, and I hope if, if so, you'll correct it. This is so outside the bounds of how a civilized country behaves. Did you see it coming? If not, how do you think this was allowed to happen? Uh, certainly, I, I saw it coming. Uh, we have entered really dangerous, unprecedented waters. Um, Tucker, I was in a position uh, where a partisan committee uh, has weaponized the investigatory powers for the purpose of uh, preventing Donald Trump from ever getting back in the White House. Uh, they subpoenaed me illegally. And um, I, I was faced with the untenable choice of upholding executive privilege, which was not my privilege to waive. That's Donald Trump's privilege to waive. So I did my duty to the president. I did my duty to this country. And here we sit. And, and the civil suit I filed, Tucker, I hope will be historically important because there's really two constitutional issues here at stake. The first, with this weaponization of Congress's investigatory powers, is a clear violation of the separation of powers in our Constitution. The legislative branch is not supposed to be the judge, jury, and execution. I heard one of your commentators there when you played that clip, the purpose was to punish Peter Navarro. That's not their role. That's the judiciary's role. So that alone um, is sufficient to render what they have done illegal and therefore what the Department of Justice did uh, illegal. But the bigger issue here, Tucker, and this is where the Department of Justice and committee were so disingenuous. Now, I assert executive, uh, the executive privilege prevents me from, from 
complying with their subpoenas. And instead of going to talk and negotiate the privilege with Donald Trump, as the law requires, they went into this fanciful and absurd notion that Biden, a sitting incumbent president, could strip his immediate predecessor of executive privilege and me, a staff member to the president, of what the Justice Department itself, as you pointed out, uh, has absolute testimonial immunity. It's absurd on its face. We can every step along the line. Go ahead. Well, I have no doubt that it's unconstitutional and it's clearly an abuse of power, but I just want to get to the center of it, which is January 6th. This is the January 6th yeah. committee. You saw Liz Cheney in that disgusting, ridiculous, fawning interview say that it's also chilling. Yes. Did you have anything at all to do with January 6th? <laughs> no, no. It's it. You, you had that ex exactly right, and and what what you and I have now both said, and which is absolute fact, is that the the mission of that partisan witch hunt kangaroo committee, which is unduly authorized and not properly constituted and has no subpoena power, they have only one mission, to concoct a fake hoax around January 6th based on criminal charges against Trump to prevent him from running for re-election and uh, in, in taking back the White House in 2025, January. That's all this is about. And the idea, look, Tucker, this was... I. I I, you, I, you said it. I live right next door, 50 yards from the FBI. On the Wednesday night, I sent an email to Patricia Alloy, the deputy uh, attorney, and said, look, I'm seeking a modus vivendi here. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Let's see what we can do. I gave her the name of an attorney. I told Walter Giordano, the FBI agent, who'd come banging on my door the week before. Hey, Walter. I'm here. Just call me whatever you need. You don't need to bang on my door. They chose a different route. They didn't call my attorney. Instead, they went with this shock and awe, terrorist strategy. To, yeah, to, let me go to the airport and then, then take me with five agents like I'm an Al-Qaeda terrorist, rock me into a car, and the next thing I know, look, man, I'm in leg irons, handcuffs, strip search. I mean, it was not without comedy. I mean, at one point, the FBI agents couldn't find the door to go in to where I was supposed to go. The fingerprint machine didn't work. But, but it, you know, people do not want to sit in solitary confinement in leg irons, denied food, denied water, denied an attorney. And it, it, this is what we live in. I mean, I studied Kafka in college. It took me, like, till I was 72 to understand Kafka. We, you can't arrest people for political reasons. It's very simple. We've invited every member of that committee on this show. All of them are too cowardly, Kinzinger, Cheney, cowards. But I, yes. I just think this is a, a huge yes. change in the way this country operates, and I, I wanted to note that and extend our sympathy to you. Peter Navarro, thank you, and Godspeed. Thank you for your coverage, sir. Kind of amazing, huh, when you think about it. That, that happened in the United States of America. And if it can happen to Peter Navarro, it can happen to Bill Knight. It can happen to me. can happen to anybody. Yeah. You know, and we talked about a little bit of that yesterday when we talked about the um, the social scoring that's going on elsewhere. But probably if that takes hold the way it's supposedly going, mm -hmm. it'll happen here. You know, you, you, and that's the thought police. They will monitor what you do, what you say, how you vote. And they will be able to control you and uh, reprogram you if uh, you fall below a certain social. Privacy is gone. Uh. Privacy will be gone. You, Your phone calls will be monitored. 
not by a person per se. You might have a computer listening for key words, but when they hear those key words, someone may go over and listen to the tape and decide, well, they were talking about stuff that was uh, anti-this or anti-that. They should be brought in and, and talked to. You know, it's funny. You, you're talking about keywords and that, you know, we, we had a problem with YouTube getting yanked and all that. And right. finally I just sat there and said, well, we're back up, but they're throttling things. And I thought, you know, I'm about ready to just say, screw YouTube. But one of the things that they do for conservative talk or anybody, but basically conservative, when you do your description, right. it's, it's word bots that go out and read those. And then they, they, they judge from that, that they, they don't actually listen to all the audio content. So the trick forever. is you should put happy words in there. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But here's, here's what's bad. You cannot have a political opinion. Although you can have pure pornography. Oh, sure. You, you can talk about the devil's tangle yeah. on a kid's channel and the devil's tangle, a uh, tango is, uh, oh, like the old Wango tango. It's two, two naked people tangling together and making out you want that to your your eight nine or ten year old ah youtube says it's okay but you cannot have a political opinion right hey you can do a joke about candace which is basically uh, a joke candace mm, go in my mouth oh oh well this uh... is what look it up it's on youtube and you go is that what i want in my house if you don't you have children turn it back so if you have conservative off. talk conservative talk in the eyes of search uh, of social media uh, venues like youtube that's that's verboten that's forbidden right if but, you talk about january 6th and say it's not an insurrection that's fake news yeah it was yeah. an insurrection by the way insurrection is an uprising of the people against an established government, a legitimate established government. Well, now there's a question now, isn't it, you know, and it wasn't an uprising of all the people. There were some people that went in, they were invited in. I say it was a setup, a legitimately established government. Now, wait a minute. This will never really explored. There's a lot of people, Bill who believe that Donald Trump to this day is the true president of the United States. But they don't want to do a true audit. Yeah. yeah they they that, poop they, everything. But, but right now, they the other side, they have all the guns. They have all the, quote, power. And, they have and, the judges. They're yeah. Democratic judges. You see what, hap what happens nowadays? You go in front of a judge where you, th you think there'll be some honest... Uh, determinations and they politicize st stuff it's uh, it's it's a strange and sad world that we're living in right now and we have gone once again my friend on Way and over. on and on and it's been a good show a lot of fun and we yeah have it has been i you know uh page or two of prep here and uh i talked about one thing and there are a lot of big things on here but oh i'll tell you the one thing that is worth uh mentioning kyle rittenhouse Mm -hmm. He's suing the media. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Because they called him a white supremacist. This is a well, kid who was, what, 17 years old when this happened? Yeah. Now, how did they get off doing that? 
they 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 labeled him. Yeah. Now, don't they? That isn't it the media and the left that says you cannot label people, and yet they do it all the time. They do it all the time. So you know what? I hope he sues the pants off of NBC, ABC, CBS. Oh, what is it? CNN. Do you remember and, the uh, the kid in uh, from Kentucky who was standing on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and that uh, Native American quote gentleman came up in his face and started screaming and banging his drum. And I can't remember the kid's name. Um, I'll think of it. I'm sure when the show is over. And the the media came down not on the the Indian who was screaming in. The kid's oh, no, face. It came down there. Yeah, yeah. It came down. And so what happened? That kid turned around and sued the, the pants off of the media and became a very wealthy young man. Well, his lawyer has just joined the Rittenhouse legal uh, group to to go after the media. So they're going for some big bucks. Trust me. Well, you know what? They need to tell the media that they need to. Uh, STFU is the, uh, I think the, uh, the phrase. Yes. I and think just, we know what that means and quit giving opinions and just report the news and have no commentary on it. If you, if you think that's going to stop them, no, uh, it, won't. it ain't going to happen. Hey buddy, no. we gotta, hey. we gotta wrap it up because we've done it again. And, uh, hope with a little bit of luck, we'll do it again tomorrow too. We got a lot to talk about already for tomorrow's show. Yeah, we don't have to even prep. We already got it. No, we'll prep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. We may not use it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> have yourself a good day, my friend. I'm going to try. You do the same. I'm out of here.